Hello, Sam Pedro Podcast, episode 27. You are listening to the Hello, Sam Pedro Podcast. I'm Amanda, your host. Join me as I talk to amazing people within our community, business owners, community activists, local leaders, and people like you and me who love San Pedro. This is a place where we'll share big ideas, discuss hot topics, and spread good vibes. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Silva. Um, This week I'm going to keep today's intro nice and short um, because I have a really great conversation with my good friend, repeat guest, Angela Romy Romero. we shout her out so much on the podcast and um, she's this will be her third time coming onto the podcast and um, I'm super excited to have her again because we're actually going to talk about the San Pedro Heritage Museum which is in its beginning stages of becoming a nonprofit, um, and we're going to talk about its first major project which is San Pedro Built and then we'll also get into her side business uh, Townie Tour which is super active right now. Um, She's doing a whole heck of a lot and people are really starting to take note, including San Pedro Today magazine because she was on the cover um, and we shouted her out in episode, I believe, 25. Um, But also the San Pedro Chamber of Commerce recently honored her um, and I think it's just a perfect time to have her back. Also, quick announcement um, related to the podcast. I am actually going on vacation next week, so you will not be getting an episode upload next week um, where I'm going. I've never been before and the Wi-Fi accessibility is questionable, um, so I am i don't even want to commit to that episode because I just don't know if I'm going to be able to come through. Um, so next week is a great opportunity for you guys to go back um, to episode one and listen to Romy um, and what she has to say about San Pedro history or go back to episode 15 um, and really hear more about her personal story or it's just a really great opportunity to go back and revisit some of your favorite episodes because as you know we officially have over 25 episodes so yeah feel free to binge um anyways like i said i want to keep this announcement short and sweet i am working on getting some awesome interviews reached out to my network i got some really great responses so be excited for some awesome episodes coming up anyway i hope you guys enjoy my conversation with angela romy romero who i will repeatedly call romy um but yeah enjoy all right, welcome back to the Hello St. Pedro podcast. Uh, today we have my guest who you've heard from before, uh, Angela Romero. Angela, thank you so much for coming back on and joining me on the show. Thanks for having me, and thanks for being so complimentary since I've been on. Oh, yeah, I think you get like a shout out on all <laughs> I think every so. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been able to listen to all of them, but um, my friend Margaret, she's been binging them and she's and she texts me every time she hears my name and she's like I'm getting tired of hearing about how great you are (laughs) so I'll just say how great I am and say like one more time Margaret (laughs) 
<laughs> That's so funny. I'm glad to hear that she's binging, like, binge listening to my podcast. It's honestly kind of mind-blowing that somebody could do that now because there's <laughs> at least 25 episodes. Um, but, yeah, you pretty much get shouted out on almost every single one. Like, you get brought up either by yourself <laughs> or by a guest on every other one, I want to say. <laughs> well, it's thank you. <laughs> it's easy. You are Miss San Pedro. Like, to me, I probably go to you for all Pedro-related matters <laughs> and definitely for all fact-checking. Um, but I'm really glad that you're back on the show again because I wanted to congratulate you. You've recently been honored by the San Pedro Chamber of Commerce for your museum, for the Museum of... Yeah. Yeah. So I got um, actually recognized... So if you count the magazine, the magazine did it first. Right. I know. Cause so. you were, we, we shouted you out on that episode too. Oh, thank you. I don't, you probably didn't hear, but I basically shouted out all the women who were on the cover of the magazine oh, nice. that have also been on the podcast. Cause there was like 20 women or there was, uh, quite it was like a, a group of us. Yeah, yeah. There was quite a few, about five of you have been on the podcast before. Aww. So I, I went to, I went through each one and shouted all of you guys out. Um, so yeah, we definitely, <laughs> we, we definitely shouted out the magazine. <laughs> yeah, that was really, it's crazy because like I've been, um, sort of involved with the magazine since it started, like before Josh and I were like really even like really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first, ep- the first issue, he kind of like put out there like for us to, um, submit blurbs about San Pedro and stuff and I totally did and it was picked and I was like oh look I'm in print like little did I know I would be like a regular columnist oh yeah Uh and um so it was really cool to first be recognized by um San Pedro today which is weird because like I showed up for a meeting one day and they're like hey guess what like you're we're recognizing you as an inspiring woman I was like what Mm me that's so cool (laughs) I guess that would be kind of like, whoa, like, this is my workplace. Yeah. Like, talking about. Yeah, like, yeah. I was, like, employee of the month or something. Uh, yeah, that's, but not just employee no. of the month. You're, like, community member of the month. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. And, like, it was, so it was my first time getting um, my picture taken. Because I've got my picture taken um, for the Daily Breeze. Mm-hmm. I was on the cover of the Daily Breeze one time. Mm-hmm. And that was cool and then it was those like I know John Matera who you know took all that really great photo of me uh-huh. um so it was, it was an excellent photo of you on the cover <laughs> yeah it was a really good one and it took like five minutes it was like really quick you're like oh my gosh he just captured me so effortlessly yeah uh, I'm a natural I didn't know <laughs> and it was like shout out to Caitlin um she who's uh the associate editor uh-huh. of San Pedro today like I had my little um hair tie on my wrist and she was so she was kind of like yeah looking out yeah definitely and like I had a stray hair and so she was helping good every <laughs> every girl needs that when they're taking their photo yeah it was weird and they, they even did a shot where it was like um, me in the middle of the street, like with like the rest of downtown, it didn't really come out that great, but yeah. it was, it was kind of really random for me just to be like, let me just stopping traffic yeah. and just like, <laughs> wait, I'm taking a picture. Hold on. That's hilarious. Well, yeah, that had to have been quite an experience and it had to be like, it had to be more sur- kind of like, okay, this means I'm on the cover. Wow, yeah. This and is so happening. It was, yeah, it was definitely, you know, mm-hmm. it was cool to be, to share it with all those other women and to, for that to be my first cover, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Amazing, amazing women on the cover with you. Like to be put in that category with everyone yeah. else. What an honor. 
Yeah, it really was an honor. And it's crazy because I've been doing this stuff for like 10 years now. And when I started, Mm -hmm. I really felt like invisible. And I was totally cool with that, first of all. Mm -hmm. I loved being invisible. It's where like why I came up with us, you know, a pen name like Romy, like so that people didn't know who I like. I just didn't want people to know who I was. Right. And now to be like kind of a public like one yeah like I'm in the club now yeah um I totally I get what you mean I'm starting to like get friend requests from people I don't know and haven't met yeah oh people want to be my friend now because of the podcast it's definitely I'm gonna be calling you up to be like hey uh how did you how do you navigate this (laughs) it's really strange because you know it's weird. First of all, it's weird to say, like, oh, like, I'm a personality within my town. Totally Like, weird. that's weird. Like, I want to, like, I want to tell myself, like, ew, get over yourself. Like, who do you think you are? Totally. Um, but, I mean, it's true. Like, people, they see me and they think history because I've just, dis- I, like, you know, claimed something. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, okay, guys, I'm history. Like, I take history. Yeah. And I've come to own it and, like, carved my little niche for myself. And yeah. So it's like a little roomy sized hole and I'm like, I just fit right in. So, um, you know, so uh, people see me and I'm on my tours and people honk and like, I thankfully I'm a person, like a a personality, but I'm very approachable. Like Uh I'm like everyone's friend in town. So they're like, people are honking at me when I'm giving tours and stuff. I definitely like (laughs) pulled up next to your tour on this past weekend and was like, uh, she's going to look over. I'm just going to wave. Yeah. No, I I love that. (laughs) I love that because it shows people that, you know, you are like well known in town or that just that's the town. It's not, it's not that everyone is friends with me. It's that it's that the the town is so tight knit that we We feel comfortable. Like I know you're in the middle of a tour, but I'm going to honk anyways. Hi. (laughs) That's definitely how it was. Um, well more specifically, I really wanted to talk about the San Pedro heritage museum which is now getting off the ground slowly but surely. And I know that because I've, I'm also like part of yeah. it. You know? <laughs> I think I put that as a disclosure in your last episode, like in the show yeah. notes, like, uh, like PS, I am working with her yes. on this, uh, groundbreaking work, you know? Yeah. Full disclosure. Yeah, full disclosure. You I'm are, you her. have a title, mm-hmm. you have, you have an email. I do. I have an official email with the museum. Um, but, uh, I mean, even regardless of that, like me being a part of the museum was just another, like, it just speaks to how highly I think of you and how I want to be a part of whatever you're doing. So it doesn't mean necessarily that I'm favoring you in any way. (laughs) (laughs) It just means like everybody needs to know what you're doing. (laughs) Thank you. No, thanks for, for always like repping and stuff. Um, Oh, but for sure, for sure. In the in the last episode that we had you on, we really go into your backstory, but we we barely touched on the okay. museum. So I want to hear more about it. So um, it's really cool. We still haven't. We're still super new. We st- haven't gotten our um, nonprofit status yet. We're in. That's still in the process. But um, we're not letting that stop us mm-hmm. as far as like getting things off the ground. We launched our first community project, which I'm super excited about. Yes, me too. It's called San Pedro Built. And I'll tell you, like, where I came up with the idea. So um, San Pedro Built is going to be a database of images. And um, it doesn't, not just photos, like, including advertisements and um, 
uh, information, but I want it to be a database on our buildings, both residential, so like homes, and then commercial buildings, Mm -hmm. you know, where there's businesses, stores, um, and some of them have swapped where they were businesses and now they're homes, like especially some of the storefronts in in downtown Uh um, where they have that duality. Right. Um, The live work type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to create this database where you could pretty much like look up any you know business and then whatever pictures or information we have on that building including your home mm-hmm. I want that to be in there that is so exciting yeah I think that's really cool I I got obsessed with um like doing house histories when someone who um worked it was a friend that I met through um one of my board members she's she works for Marymount and she asked me if I could do a house history for her because her husband, they had just finished doing like a remodel on their home mm-hmm. and she's like, he has everything I want him, but we, we just finished this remodel. So I want to like really celebrate our home. Yeah. Can you do a house history? And I was like, Whoa, I never really thought about it. And so I kind of just you know saw what a house history was and like there was kind of some directions out on the internet but what ended up being was like without having to like do like title searches which is like expensive and time consuming Mm -hmm. I did I I came up with a way to research someone's house um without like just on the internet okay and I have classes from time to time where I like teach people how to do it I know I've seen you have like a workshop about it yeah Mm -hmm. it's really fun and so um I I and I came up with a report for her and I like printed it out and she gave she was like he loved it and so that's cool but you know the thing is is there there wasn't a photo of -hmm. their house like when it was built you know because people there was no such thing as like google street view you know, back then. That's so true, yeah. And so, um, pe- and then when when I would be hanging out at the archives, people come in and they think we have, like, fo- file folders with, that have their address on it. And they're like, yes, hello, um, here's my address. I would like all the information on my house. And it. doesn't it. exist. No, it doesn't. Yeah. There are, there. we have some, like, pictures of houses, mm-hmm. but it's really rare. Like, it's in they or they have to be, like, famous houses, you know? We yeah. only have a few of those where they, like, have names, you know? Like, right. like the um, Danish Castle or mm-hmm. the Mance, you know? Like I, I need to know about all of these, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, and that's the thing is that, you know, these people come and so, like, they're, it's their first time to the archives and then they're like, hmm. They're disappointed. Yeah. yeah and there's nothing on them, on their house, which is special to them. Right. But, but history hasn't really, we haven't documented those. No. Those and, homes. S- and so I started thinking, I was like, you know what? There's pro. And so they're like, well, where could we find pictures of, of these people? And I was like, well, if I'm doing this, these house histories where I'm able to find out the people who were tied to your address, like yeah. they lived in your house. Yeah. These families have their pictures and like, you know, and luckily there's still a lot of families here in town. They have their pictures in like shoe boxes yeah. or crates in the attic or the, you know, the garage or something. Yeah. And it's, so it's sitting in somewhere and there are people who are like long gone and, um, but it's a picture of the house. And yeah. so, um, I was like, the cool thing is that a lot of Pedro people are still around, um, they have pictures from their grandparents 
and we can crowdsource that stuff. It's true. It's so true. You know, um, you said at one of the meetings, and this is like what really got me and kind of like opened my eyes as to why you were doing this project. And just to reiterate kind of what you said, you were like, our history is in our homes, in the, like in, in yeah. boxes, in our closets, yeah. you know, like it's all there. We just need to get people to bring it out, you know? Right. And uh, so I'm super excited about that. Yeah, we had um, our first scanning, like I was at first Thursday in March, mm-hmm. and um, so at the beginning of this month, I was at first Thursday, and we had uh, one person come, which is fine, you know, you got to start somewhere, yeah. and um, it was the coolest picture. She brought in a picture, because I'm also like, so think about it, if your family owned a business, interiors of businesses like we might have an exterior photo because you know it's all about looking is ignoring what's in the foreground which is like you know like you like I I posted some pictures in my article for San Pedro today Mm -hmm. that I had found I had found in a um a a photo album that I got from an estate sale and I bought the the photos because I wanted to show people the information that I can glean get from it yeah I didn't I only knew the person's name Mm -hmm. and I was able to find pictures of like a 18th and Myler you know so houses and like where I was already saw like a visible difference yeah where the um girls the girls basketball hoops on off of 17th at Pedro Mm -hmm. there was a house there and I was like what I didn't know that and so like you know I can start researching that um so it's just going to show us, like, as more people add their photos, it's going to show us how San Pedro changed. Yeah. And it's going to it's gonna be super trippy. Or you'll just see your house, you know, because there's a lot of houses that are still there. Mm-hmm. You know, I've gotten some people who um, I've, I've met through friends that are like, you need to go to this house. And so I definitely make house calls. Mm-hmm. You know, you can email me at um, spbuilt at sanpedroheritage.org uh-huh. or angela at sanpedroheritage.org and I definitely make house calls mm-hmm. because for me if I want it there if I want it in there I'm gonna you know make the trip for it so right. you don't have to you don't have to give me your your um, family photos yeah you just need to let me scan them and you sign a release saying that I have permission to use it but like you know you have all you still retain all the rights to the photos right you're just giving us permission to use it that is really cool i mean imagine if if we everybody started doing that like going through their photos and and going through their photo albums i i know like my parents home that they that are they're living in now which is technically rpv but i think it was pedro back in the day wasn't it yeah Yeah. it was unincorporated kind of so that home that they were in, that they're in now, it used to be like barn house red. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It literally looked like a barn house. So I'm just thinking of like those changes and how cool it is to mm-hmm. to see the difference, you know? Yeah. Like there's even, so um, I scanned some photos. This nice woman, Cheryl, let me, like, <clears throat> let me come over and scan some of her photos. Like mm-hmm. she, my goal in this project is for me to just like knock on someone's door they see my face mm-hmm. they know I am there and then they just show me to their yeah. to their photo albums and they're like Come oh <laughs> well, um take whatever you need yeah and let me know when you're done mm-hmm. and I will see you out yeah. you know it's like that's to me the ideal and so pretty much that's what she did I was like wow. oh sweet first first one and I, I'm actually she's just like yeah whatever picture you want to scan mm-hmm. um and so 
but yeah it's to see forget about what's in the foreground mm-hmm. think look at what's in the background even if it's like your neighbor's house two door da- two doors down yeah i want that photo yeah if your family owned a business like um the person who came her name was melanie she mm-hmm. came on first thursday her grandpa there's a picture from like the 1920s of her grandpa's store before it became like a supermarket wow and so it was like an old it was called Lagrand central market mm-hmm. and it ended up her last name her family's last name was real it became real reels market uh-huh. and it like was a you know a pretty sizable um little grocery store mm-hmm. on first like right by where taco bell is that is so cool yeah and i was like i didn't imagine that i would get a photo like that right but you have you probably have no idea what kind of photos no. are there waiting for you to discover. No. They're just good. they're like Easter eggs waiting for me. Yeah. So now I see why you get so excited about estate sales, like local yeah. estate sales, because you just don't know what you're gonna find. No, I go to estate sales to like save Pedro stuff if yeah. I can. Uh-huh. You know, preserve the history there. I know. Yeah. I've seen some of the stuff you got at estate sales. Yeah. It is it is pretty fascinating stuff. Yeah. If I and then plus it limits me because then I could be like, oh, I like this. This is old. You know, and then I'm, my studio is more full than it already is. So at the end of this project, not that there will, there will ever be an end. Yeah, I don't know if like, it feels like it's going to go on forever. Yeah, this yeah. seems like an ongoing forever project because even, even homes will still continue to change, you yeah. know? So it'll be like a constant history record keeping of, of these properties. Um, but what do you, where do you see yourself? Uh, I mean, are you thinking of maybe having a small gallery or a showing of, of the findings at some point? Um, eventually I want it to live online Okay. so that, you know, I found this, someone turned me on to this really cool website where they did kind of like a, a mapping. Mm-hmm. And so it links up with Google maps. So you can almost, you can see what it looks like now and what it used to look like through the photo. Oh, cool. So that's one option. Um, but yeah, I could do, um, an ex- exhibition of the really cool photos. Yeah. And especially the the really drastic the now drastic and then. Changes. Yeah, that's um. I could really see that being like such a, an awesome exhibition. Yeah, and people love. They've or there's so many times I get questions where we're like, oh, I've always wondered about this building. What is that? You know, uh-huh. like, and I get there's some that I like. I get a lot, and I forget to look them up, and so I never have an an answer for them when I get asked about it again. Yeah. Like there's a building on first and grand mm-hmm. that people always ask me about really yeah it's it has a mural um, painted on it now and I was like it was probably a store but I keep I always forget to look it up mm-hmm. but with the process that I created for the house histories it's super easy okay it's super easy and I, I want to do it for every house yeah and you know it's just it's it's a big undertaking that would be yeah that would be pretty overwhelming I think too well for all you listeners out there if you could just start pulling out those photos and getting them ready to go <laughs> yeah so um I'm actually gonna start like trying to lure people yeah. out to, to come and bring me their photos mm-hmm. um so the first one, the next um, opportunity is, so I'm going to start coupling them with presentations. Okay. And so the first one, the next one, I should say, is going to be at the library mm-hmm. um, on the San Pedro Library on Gaffey and 9th at, on April 7th at two o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be giving a um, presentation on the history behind some of the street names, the, the names that are named after people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 
we'll be hanging out and taking yeah. and like scanning some scanning photos in. Photos. So you guys got a couple of weeks to play with. Yeah. And then just come out. I mean, you don't have to bring pictures just to come to the talk, but um, talk's free. It's just, you know, a way of kind of getting yeah. people to come out and at least and then they'll also learn about us. True. True. That's really, I love that idea. I'm going to tell my grandparents about it because I know my grandma has a ton of photos. Um, and also, you know, my, I have a tons of relatives that live like some that was on 25th and some that were on Myler, you know, Oh yeah. if we can get some of those photos. Absolutely. Okay. So everybody tell your friends, <laughs> I'll have all the information linked up in the show notes so we can remember this event coming up. Um, wow, that's really cool. Well, you know what? Now's a good time for a break because when we come back, I really want to talk about your tours. Yeah. Yeah? Okay, cool. All right. Hey, guys. Fun fact. Did you know that Bad Fish was the official carrier of all Thread Fish merchandise? Find the Thread Fish shirts and other Pedro-inspired apparel at their store on 6th Street between Mesa and Center in downtown San Pedro. Or visit them at their website, badfishclothing.com. Listeners of the podcast get an extra 10% off their purchase when they use promo code HELLOSP at checkout. Online or in stores. Thanks, Bad Fish. Okay, now we're back. Um, so, Romy, I wanted to ask you specifically about your tours because you told me you're going to be doing a lot more of them now, right? Yeah. So, because of the, you know, prior to me deciding to start the museum, like, I like Romy equals tours. Yeah. Like, Romy equals history. That's how I knew you. And so, like, <laughs> um, I need them to stop equaling me, even though, like, I'm going to be, it's still going to be me, but I yeah. need, like, because... A nonprofit is so, like, legit and serious. Like, I mean, it's it's a business, but it has way more rules. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't... You can't F around with that money. Right. Because you're, like, embezzling if you do. Right. So, um, I want to... So, I want to be very specific on the hats that I wear. Mm-hmm. Because um, I started Towny Tours in 2011 um by a recommendation from my mom and my mom had just passed away so I started it in like March of 2011 and my mom had died the the October before that Mm -hmm. and she what like after I had finished my walking around San Pedro she told she was what we were walking around first Thursday with um it was me my mom and one of her friends and she's like tell me about you know some of this stuff and then she liked the stuff that I had to say and that she thought it was so informative, but of course the delivery could be better because I was just literally pointing and saying like, things. Like, oh, this is that. That's yeah, that. this is totally. Right. <laughs> and so, um, my mom's like, you know, you could do this as like a job. And I was like, no, I was like, woman, I'm super shy. Yeah. And, um, when she died, I was like, you know what? I'll do it. Cause you know, I couldn't be shy anymore. She was like my mouthpiece before. And I was like, my mouthpiece is gone. I should try and like, I was all about improving myself. And, um, so I started Townie tours and that's why I actually got my picture taken for the day. I was on the front page of the daily breeze for Townie tours, for Townie tours, which was crazy. And, Uh um, and this was after, so when you said like 
the whole walking around project that was your block by block project yeah. right so that's yeah. why she said you could do this because you literally just walked around St. Pedro mm-hmm. and you got to know your art community right mm-hmm. and so um I did that and it was like a legit business like I spent way too much money on um liability insurance uh-huh. for people like that never came <laughs> and I sat down at Findings Art Center with my little tent sign outside and waited for people to come and most of the, and people I don't get me wrong I did give tours mm-hmm. but I knew they were coming so I didn't really have to sit down there like there was only one person who saw my sign and was like yes oh, I would like to take a tour <laughs> and I was like oh oh okay yeah and um so after a while um more people would be coming out to me saying like, one of these days I'm going to take one of your tours because I had this regular schedule. Right. You know? And I was like, well, if I had like a dollar for every time someone told me, Mm -hmm. then maybe I'd be able to afford to keep the business (laughs) running. Right. Right. And so, um, I stopped doing it. Yeah. I stopped because it just wasn't sustainable Mm -hmm. and I was, I wanted my weekends back. Yeah. And, um, I would still do some tours if, like, some people who had taken my tours before had family in from out of town. Mm-hmm. I'd do private tours. Right. And I, it kind of survived like that for a while. And then a couple of years ago, people, like, and so I was like, it took five years, even though the, the business wasn't going anymore, for people to even, like, say, oh, you're the tour lady. And I was like, and when are you going to do your tours again? And I was like, when people start taking them? Yeah. When people want to give me money? <laughs> and, um... So, you know, when I, I've the last couple of years and I was like, enough people were asking me that I was like, you know what, I'll do it, but I'll do it on my terms. Mm-hmm. And I decided to do one tour a month, like just one to like create that scarcity. So it's like either take it now or who knows when I'm going to do it again. Mm-hmm. And so it actually worked where people were like, or, you know, maybe the, just like with podcasting, I was too soon. Yeah. I was too. I think you were. I think you were just early. You're kind of like one of those like early. The early adopters. Yeah, yeah. the early ideation phase. You know, people, you adopt really early and people don't catch on until way later. Yeah. I'm a catch on way later person. I'm the one who's like making mental notes like, oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. And I don't do it for like a long time after. Um, so it's really cool to kind of see you around town with a bunch of people following yeah. you because yeah. you could tell your tours are ramping up now. They, they are, and I, I go through, like, series of, of um, regulars mm-hmm. where they're with me, like, every new every time I do a new tour, and yeah. then they just, they're like, oh, you're repeating again, so then they kind of go away, and yeah. then I get new a new set of regulars in, yeah. and so um, it's really cool because I've met some really great people. Yeah, I've met some great people on your tours. Yeah, and it's fun, and it's like, and you're out, you're enjoying the sun, mm-hmm. you're getting a little bit of a workout, mm-hmm. you're learning some stuff. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I still like two years ago, I did a different tour every month Mm -hmm. and I was, so I did 12 different tours and my, I only originally had three. Wow. So I did 12 different tours of San Pedro. Wait, these are completely different tours. Yeah. Wow. It's totally different. Yeah. And so like, for example, one of my first ones that I've been on was the Vista del Oro. Yeah. And then I did a Point Furman one with yeah. you. And then I've done the the Alma 24th. What, which one was that? That's the Grand View tour. Yes, the Grand View yeah. tour. So it kind of like, I started, it really pushed me to, to get out there and mm-hmm. think up new ideas for tours. Right. Um, 
And then I was like, you know what? Especially with the waterfront changing, I was like, and then people are asking me. So anytime there's tours, because I'm the like only established like walking tour company Mm -hmm. in San Pedro, even though the company like literally died a couple years ago, (laughs) um, they still ask me about tours and they're like, and people were like, why don't you get connected with uh, cruise ships? And I was like, cause it's so hard and I have so many other things I need to do. Yeah. And then people are like, um, oh, I heard, then I started to hear that these like big companies like, um, gray line tours want Mm -hmm. want to come in and do like bus tours and i was like uh this is my territory i was like um (laughs) any tours need to come through roomy so right so i need to like establish my um so i'm bringing townie tours back is i guess what i'm saying and then um i was asked by the chamber of commerce to come up with a series of tours during the week Mm -hmm. for tourists okay and so that's kind of what's kicking off. Like, it, this is going to be a slow rollout of bringing townie tours back from the dead. Yeah. And so I've already kind of told my um, my mailing list mm-hmm. people. I was like, hey, um, I have to start because I need his, the museum to be the, be the museum. There needs to be a clear distinction. Yeah. Between... And townie tours to be townie tours. Right. Like, mm-hmm. we can start, you know transitioning Romy out of the picture like even though it is me Mm -hmm. it needs to be separate and people are like well there's they seem like they should belong to each other and this is this is the difference is that I'm creating the museum but once it now that it's it exists it doesn't belong to me anymore right because it's non-profit exactly non-profits um belong to the public they're public serving organizations and Mm -hmm. so it's not mine. Mm-hmm. I even though I chose every one of my board members, mm-hmm. um, one day it can be taken away from me. Yeah. Or I can decide to walk away. Right. And so I can't take it with me. The tours are, are mine. Mm-hmm. I created them, so I don't want to give away my babies. Right. And so and you know it's right now the the museum isn't paying me, you know, and it might be a couple years before it can. Yeah. And so, but Townie Tours you can actually not, run as your business. Yeah, right. So Townie Tours is a for-profit business. I, I got a go- a guy calling me, and I, I mean, I'm a lot more um, uh, confident than I was when I op- opened the business. Like I was like, oh, I know I should just give away everything for free, <laughs> and like, how much money should I charge? Of course, is fifteen dollars too much? Yeah. And you know, cause people, they're like, why should I pay you? This is what I thought in the beginning. Why should I pay you when I live here and I know everything already? Yeah. And then I was like, I, now I'm more confident to know. I was like, well then my tours aren't for you. Yep. And so I got a guy calling me, um, about the La Rambla tour. Cause his family, you know, born and raised in San Pedro and he thinks he owns La Rambla. And then he's like, where's this money going to? And I was like, me, it's going to me. <laughs> and he's like, um, I was like, I'm sorry, is there an issue? And he was like, well, I don't know if I like people making money off my neighborhood. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So, you know, like, fine. If if you don't like the fact that I'm doing walking tours, don't take my tours. Yeah. There are people who, like, and, you know, and that's the thing. It's about the museum and about the tours is that people want to know. Mm-hmm. And then it, the really cool thing is that in between, like, stops on the tours, people just pick my brain. Yes. And they're like, I've always wanted to know about this. What is this? 
why is this? And so it's like all the mini tours inside of tours. Absolutely. Every tour I've been on, there's always been questions <laughs> like not necessarily unrelated, but totally go into depth on other topics, yeah. you know, and you end up learning so much more. So it, yeah, it's a really great experience. And people, they, and it's like they're, so one time I, when I was doing, um, so when Portsacol was closing, I did a whole month um, where we just did Portsacol tours. And that's where I got like my biggest tour ever. It was like, like 50, 50 people. people yeah. Right? <laughs> that was my, the biggest tour I've ever given ever. And did you have a megaphone? I did. I had a microphone. Yeah. Okay, and a little boom box. Yeah. Um, but after afterwards like we stopped in at Utro's to get a beer and some the people on my tour came they're like oh we want to get a beer too and then for like the next hour they were just asking me question after question after question and I was like did they at least buy you the beer? no <laughs> I was like you could at least buy me a beer but I but then that's the thing though is I love I love sharing this with people and yeah. I love being that resource um just don't abuse it yeah like we just had um three I just met up with three students from Harvard. Mm -hmm. They were master's students in their design program. Uh -huh. And they were given um, an assignment. Like, there was a bunch of them doing different parts of L.A. Yeah. And they came at, to Pedro. And they were like, we heard from two different people that we need to talk to you. And I was wow. like, oh, cool. And so I just was, like, giving them the spiel at lunch. And they ended up, we were in the middle of Green Onion. They ended up recording the entire lunch. And I was like, I'm glad I, like got my mustache waxed today <laughs> or I would have said no oh my god so that's um, hilarious wait a second so you're talking about students from Harvard yeah in, like Boston Massachusetts yeah Harvard Harvard, Harvard. Harvard. I see League school Harvard we went to the archives and they were like and the president of the art the historical society thought they were students from like Harvard Westlake oh, and I yeah. was like they look young but they're not that young I was like they're from Harvard, Harvard. Like, yeah. It was so Harvard. cute because they were playing it off. They're like, oh, you know, we're going to school in Boston. And I was like, oh, the most famous university in the world. Oh, my gosh. How how modest of them. I know, right? <laughs> it is kind of cool to know, though, that they were, um, they're doing a, a research project. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm always like, how did you find us? Yeah. And they're like, well, we were assigned by it by our professors, but... They're like, we totally dig it now that we're here. Wait, so, like, did they all, did people in that, uh, you know, class get, like, Torrance and Redondo Beach? Um, or, I'm so curious to know about this project now. I know. Um, I know. I think they did, like, Pasadena. Okay. Glendale. Like, smaller okay. parts. But, like, the people, the girls. So, there was, I didn't meet that there was, like, a fourth one and he got sick that day. Oh, okay. So, it was all girls. Uh-huh. And, um... They, they had, I think, San Pedro they, and Wilmington. Ah, that is so... It was really cool. That is so random and cool yeah. like, that they got assigned that. I'm curious to know, who did they talk to? Who did they reach out to first and then got pointed? They met um, my friend Tim uh -huh. and this other guy, Keith Rockaniddle. They Because they went to his event up at Angel's Gate. It was the other place's art fair. Oh, okay. I don't know how they heard about the art fair, but they showed up and then they were talking to Keith and Tim and they both, both of them were like, you need to talk to Romy. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like if they went to, I mean, any, I'm trying to think of like a good start, maybe the chamber of commerce would be a good start, but I still think like, or the local magazine would be a good start. Yeah. I still think they would all come back to you either way because yeah. people in all these organizations are very familiar with your work. Yeah. That's so funny. I know it was fun. It was fun. Just, you know, 
explaining Pedro to new people who have absolute and they kept apologizing every time they said Pedro. They're Pedro. like, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm gonna say it right one time this I promise. Yeah. And I was like, It's okay. Yeah. Like you're gonna go back home and it's gonna be Pedro all day. It's funny that <laughs> I have um like, you know, I have a few listeners that are friends of mine who don't live in San Pedro. So they will they already like will tell me before I even mention it, like in person to them they'll accidentally say San Pedro and immediately be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Pedro, San Pedro. (laughs) And I was like, I didn't even have to say anything. As long as we make them scared. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I I think uh, the reputation is catching on and I think people are starting to realize what an amazing gem we have here. Yeah. Uh, There's already been a few people who don't live here who told me that they're interested in looking now. Nice. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. (laughs) As as long as they're cool. They're very cool. So I think it's, I think it's inevitable that more people are going to come. Yeah. Because it is, it's one of those up and coming places. They're building more units. We don't want them to sit empty. That's true. That's true. If, I mean, if they're going to be building them, we want them to be full. Exactly. Yeah. I think, um, I think as long as they love the community, then, you know, yeah. the more the merrier, you know? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. We'll just have to create, the infrastructure has to be there so that there's not a traffic jam on every single street. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, anything else new with you? School. Okay. Uh, I'm in midterms right now. Okay. Um, and what are you going back to school for? So history, because I figure if I'm starting a museum, I should probably have a college degree. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I transferred this year. I went back a year ago. Mm-hmm. I transferred to Cal State Long Beach, Cal State Long Beach this year. Mm-hmm. And um, I warned all of my professors that, hey, if you give us a ch- like a choice, I'll like, all of my assignments are going to be on San Pedro. So it's really cool. Like it's giving me new ways to look at the town and think about the history. It's also giving me, you know, the tools to um, take what I already know and put like a scholarly approach to it. Like Mm -hmm. now I actually have to like almost like backtrack and see where I got all this information from and Uh like do I trust it like you know it's stuff I already knew and so it's funny because one of my classes is like history 301 which is kind of like how to be a historian and so my I'm a lot older than these students and so I'm just like dunking on them yeah constantly (laughs) and I feel bad like I I give the teacher some time or for them to like answer because there was this one class where I was just over it because they just weren't answering. So I was like, fine, I'll answer for you. Yeah. Um, but and so the cool thing, too, though, is I'm also because I talk about Pedro so much, I'm, you know, putting it out there because it's it's very strange going to school in Long Beach where they think that everything is them. Right. It's like going to school in another country and you're hearing this revisionist history. Like we were talking about the freeways uh-huh. and someone's like and my teacher was explaining to us that the freeways the reason why they are where they are is because they're going somewhere like where and so he's like like the 110 freeway where is it going and I'm like the port yeah and then he goes and where is the port and so someone answers Long Beach I wanted to take my shoe off and throw it at them (laughs) and I was like our our port's older than yours yeah San Pedro yeah the and you have that would be the 710 yeah dumb dumb like I was so <laughs> mad and so like but everything is all about Long Beach and yeah. I'm like 
so I feel like I'm like a little Pedro refugee, like fighting for my right, little town. Fighting for your, yeah, I get that. I totally do. That's so funny. I know. I, I think um, non San Pedrans who are listening to this, like, or who even hear about the podcast, don't understand how I can even have a podcast based on San Pedro. It's like, right? oh, well, why? You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> It's just like the whole world doesn't revolve around L.A. necessarily. Right. Because for me, I feel like there's a thousand podcasts about L.A. and what L.A. is doing and all these cool things to do in L.A. I think that it is time to start bringing some more. I think it's time to bring more light on communities. You know, I think we all need to focus a little bit more on what's going on in our own backyards. Um, but specifically, Petra's a big deal. And I would like to it see is. it get its... Uh, it just gets some shout outs, you know, in the in the bigger scheme of things. I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. So I can see why you wanted to throw your shoe at that person. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's why you're there, too, is to shed light on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, whenever I hear that someone from my town, ta- my in my class is from Pedro, I'm like, oh, I knew I liked you. Yeah. I'm like, hey, me too. Yeah. <laughs> right now, um, I want to. So. I want to have a calendar going all the time where I still have my monthly, um, my monthly tour that changes every month Mm -hmm. and, but there are going to be tours that happen every week. Mm -hmm. So Mondays are, um, like the downtown history tour. Mm -hmm. And so it's pretty much sixth and seventh street, like a loop around sixth and Uh seventh. And then Fridays are my film. The Hollywood and San Pedro tours. Okay. So it's all the filming locations in downtown. Mm-hmm. And then um, awesome. Wednesdays for the month of April, I'm switching off between um, literary San Pedro, which are, you took that tour. Yep. It's all the um, like famous writers that mm-hmm. kind of were inspired by San Pedro and they actually spent some time here, mm-hmm. like Jack Kerouac and, you know, the, the guy who wrote The Island of the Blue Dolphins and, mm-hmm. you know, Charles Bukowski and stuff like that mm-hmm. I share some of their writings where they talk about San Pedro um, in places that kind of um, are meaningful to them okay so that's a really cool one and then I'm I'm alternating that one with um, public art mm-hmm. so uh, we just go through all the different we find like almost like Easter egg we find all the public art in downtown I tell you some of the history behind it like where when it was established and or maybe the subject matter yeah and then we talk about that okay Oh, sorry. And then there's one more tour. So, and then uh, one that I I actually want to establish monthly, it's the first Saturday of every month. Mm -hmm. It's called the Old City Tour. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty much the same tour that the uh, LA Conservancy would give Mm -hmm. of all the uh, historical places below Pacific. But the cool thing is, so when I was redoing all of my um, tour descriptions, I was... I was like, how do I say all of the historic spots below Pacific without saying below Pacific? Because I think that I'm kind of like over the whole above and below because it, right. it, um, it kind of segregates. It does. Bit. And it, it makes it, it almost like makes it that like, uh, below is like sh- shitty, you know, and that like above is better. And that's not always the case, mm-hmm. you know? So I wanted to come up with a term that's not that. And I was like, old city, like mm-hmm. the old city. I was like, and I actually like the way that that sounds. So if I'm, yeah. if it, if it takes off, like I coined it. Yeah. <laughs> old <city. laughs> so, the old city, you know? So it's like, 
Um, it, it sounds historic, but then it also kind of reminds people that San Pedro was its own city at one point. Uh-huh. So it's That's not, true. it's not like making fetch happen. Like it's actually real, uh-huh. but I'm totally down to make this fetch happen, you know? Yeah. Like, so let's make old city. The, the old city. Yeah. Let's the old city. Thing. And that would basically be everything below yeah technically below Pacific. yeah or yeah. east of pacific if yeah. we want to say that so everything in the old city mm-hmm. um everything historic in the old city um between downtown and i think we go as far as 10th street okay so that includes um the old post office the um ywca the historic ywca the warner grand uh-huh. and um and then also we're gonna stop at the um and it's the first Saturday of the month is when the archives are open. So yeah. then we get to go up into the jail oh, and also cool. I can show you the archives and stuff like that. So that's why I decided to have that every first Saturday. Yeah, that's a great idea. Cause then you can stop in and, you know, look at some old fit photos, mm-hmm. get, go have some lunch and come back. You are going to be very busy. Yes. This is a lot of tours. Yeah, thankfully mm-hmm. school's almost over. Yeah, so you'll have a little bit more free time. A little bit, just for a couple of months. Right. Okay, well, that's really exciting. So people are going to be able to check up on your schedule and be able to sign up for your tours that are going to be happening on a weekly basis now. I mean, we're talking about, like, what, three tours, four tours a week? Yeah. That's a lot, but that's exciting. So there's more opportunity for people to learn about San Pedro basically now, right? Yeah, so I'll be listing them still in San Pedro Today magazine, but uh-huh. I don't want to like weigh down their, their calendar section. Right. So, um, definitely. Do you have a Google calendar on it? No. no. You could probably start a Google calendar oh. and people can literally add it to their calendars. Nice. Yeah. You just have to make it shareable. Okay. I, I, I found like a public calendar, you know, with all the social media, like, um, holidays and I didn't want to keep looking it up every you know month to see when, holidays were but I actually added a 2019 yeah I was able just to add it because it was oh, a Google cool. calendar so yeah you should do that that would be cool yeah um well that's really exciting you're gonna be really busy I mean between I the museum which is totally separate from townie tours yep you are gonna be a busy girl I am um so what we'll do basically is um for in the show notes i'll have your next event for the san pedro heritage museum linked up and then i'll also put the next few tours that you have on there oh cool thanks yeah that would be really cool um is there anything you're particularly excited about like going on in town right now no there's just a lot of building there's a lot of building going on right now um my friend is an, a local uber driver and she said that she gave a ride to the person who signs all of the um, permits for building and she oh, says wow. there's nine high rises going up and down t- in San Pedro right now okay mini panic attack <laughs> I know I know and that they've Everybody already started breathe in breathe out but this did is did you say high rises yeah and now, when we say high rises are we talking like 10 stories like well the one like the one that's right by the view is like seven stories okay there are, you know, there's several stories yeah. going up. And I think she is including the Rancho San Pedro. Okay. And she said that people are already starting to be moved out of there. <gasps> My goodness. See, and they're that's... going to, like, Lancaster. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay, so gentrification is happening right yeah. now. 
Yeah. It is. It's really, it's really... It's, it's in the process of happening. Yeah, that's what I really wanted to know was where people were going um, when they got moved out of the Rancho San Pedro low-income housing units. That's what I wanted to know was where are they going. Well, th- that's where I heard that some people are already headed wow. to Lancaster. That's incredible. See, I, I really was kind of hoping that people would be welcomed back into the new units. Well, there's, they I, they're supposed to be. Okay. So but that's, that's something that we all have to watch them on. Yeah. Um, and, and that's another reason why I feel like, I mean, it's just, it's just important for communities to be tight knit because I feel like if we're all kind of separated, we're not all talking to each other. There's no way for us to know this is happening, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm glad that you're talking about this because I think it is important that we, you know, continually hold people accountable for what they say, right? Mm-hmm. And um, including these development companies. Yeah, the thing is, is that, I mean, the reality of the of the situation is that the people who are making promises right now mm-hmm. won't necessarily be in power when it's time for those people to come back. Yeah. And so they can just be like, oh, not our problem. That's a bill of goods that they sold you. They weren't being honest. Yeah. And then you're like, but, 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 but. So I don't know. And that would be a question for the council office. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's up to us as people who aren't going, aren't being displaced mm-hmm. to, you know, stand up for our neighbors and yeah. say. Who are, who are potentially being displaced. Yeah. Yeah. And say that they should have, they have every right to come back. Yeah. And enjoy what they were displaced for. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, if, and if you're truly, um, if you truly want a mixed blend of people in those buildings yeah then you know you should live up to your word yeah absolutely i think that's really important and i'd like to see us stand up for the people who are potentially misplaced if they're not welcome back if that's not what's happening you know yeah um so okay we'll just have to keep an eye on that and make sure that's getting done um i'm glad you brought that up because it's still like a major concern of mine you know um on the podcast we talk about all the changes we mostly talk about how exciting everything is but we have to see the other side of what these changes are doing you know what i mean and it does mean displacement it does mean people getting priced out of this community it does mean rents are getting raised so we want to make sure that we're continuing like continuing to be a supportive community of each other you know yeah um and you know what there's i was um you know, there's a lot of fundraisers going on for honorary mayors. Yeah. And, um, I was helping out at one for Manny, mm-hmm. Manny for mayor. And it was, da- it was at the San Antonio restaurant, which is a North Pacific in the Barton Hill area. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was given the job to take money at the door. So I was at a table on Pacific on a Saturday night, um, with a cash box and I was like freaking out. I'm going to be honest. I was freaking out. Yeah. I told my friend, I was like, I thought you loved me. Um, <laughs> but I had, there was armed guards right next to me. I was totally fine. Well, it was, yeah, you had, uh, you had <laughs> I the had black night patrol. patrol right there. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but being, you know, that's an area I'm just not, I'm, I don't hang out there. Yeah. And so I was able to kind of just like watch and we were directly across from where they wanted to put a homeless um, station, like uh-huh. where they can put their stuff during the day. Uh-huh. And it got and people in the Barton Hill neighborhood just were like, they slapped it down. They're like, no. Um, so I we were right across the street from that. And it was like nine o'clock at night and people were walking home from the church um, that's on O'Farrell. Uh-huh. And they were 
with their kids in strollers at nine o'clock at night. Uh-huh. I would not have ever like it that's their neighborhood yeah they feel either it's because they have to or because they feel safe enough to yeah because it's their own neighborhood and there was a lot of people on the street Mm -hmm. and you just don't see that anywhere else right and so that's a we can't discount that neighborhood because you know there are people who are either new to town new to the country um maybe they don't they they aren't um, involved as much as everyone else is, uh-huh. but that's their neighborhood. It is, yeah. It's you know? their neighborhood. They're minding their own business, raising their own families, and they have every right to enjoy their neighborhood. Yeah. So mm-hmm. to me, like, it made me actually want to move down there. Really? To kind of like, because my thing is, I want to understand San Pedro as much as possible. And, you know, that's my old neighborhood. You know what's funny that you're bringing it up? We, My husband and I went to go see Captain Marvel because I've been dying to see it. And we're coming home and we're going down Pacific and it is like 9.30, like almost 10. And there was so much going on. You know what I mean? Like there was yeah. a lot of people on the streets and it wasn't just like you said it. I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about because it wasn't just, you know, what you would assume, which was like homeless, you know, homeless people kind of roaming around. It wasn't just that. I saw people getting out of church you know? yeah. and I saw people like families. I saw um, like a dad and a son going to like the local corner store, you know, and I was like, I, I even told my husband like, wow, I wonder what it would be like to kind of just walk this street at late at night and see what's going on you know i'm curious to know what's happening in our town after you know 8 p.m like what kind of life is it it's a is it how different is it you know from the daytime um i guess that'll be something for us to explore in a future episode (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. um but totally i've it's an area i've been i've had my eye on for a while at least just to understand it i mean I also don't want people to think that, like, I'm against, um, if a house is for sale, a house is for sale. Yeah. I would prefer someone from Pedro buy it than someone from out of Pedro. Yeah. Um, just because if, you know, or actually I should say whoever is going to, um, improve the property. Yeah. And keep it, you know. Yeah. Whatever it is. Um, that's who I want to purchase those properties. Like, if I had money, I would totally buy to save, to, to, because Preserve. I don't want things being knocked down. Yeah. You know, there's some houses that are fine. They're like, whatever. But then there's some that, like, they deserve to be saved. Yeah. And so that's what, that's where I would put my money. Right. And if the property, if I got it for, like, cheaper and it made, I made money off of it, that'd just be a bonus. Yeah. But we really need to, um, kind of, be promoting people who want to live here and make the town better and and improve what's already here instead of tearing down and and rebuilding right yeah something completely new yeah um i think yeah i completely agree i do see the value of the redevelopment but i would really hate to see like beautiful historic homes that probably just need a little bit of work get knocked down for a you know million dollar lego home which is what i'm gonna call it (laughs) yeah um Anyways, that is a whole other topic in itself and could totally use another episode. Um, But anyway, wrapping up on our episode and talking about what you're doing, 
I will make sure I have all of the links in the show notes. I I want to congratulate you one more time for being honored oh, not only you. by the San Pedro Today magazine, but by San Pedro Chamber of Commerce. You're doing a lot and people are starting to really recognize it's it. It's crazy. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm Romy's friend now. <laughs> Actually, I always did that. I always name dropped you. <laughs> but if people, if people didn't know who you were, I would just tell them. <laughs> now I feel like more people are going to know who you are. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, thank you again for joining me for this episode. It was a wonderful conversation, and I loved learning so much about what you're doing. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. And don't forget, all the links will be in the show notes, listeners, and we'll see you next week. Adios. Thanks everyone for listening. This episode was brought to you by CryptoSpace, San Pedro's one and only cryptocurrency lounge. Learn more at CryptoSpaceUS.com. Be sure to check out the links in the show notes and check up on all of Angela's um, upcoming events. You don't want to miss out, guys. And don't forget, next week there will be no episode. So, um, yeah, good time to binge and send this episode to your friends. If you're liking the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have a little bit more time, I'd love to read your review. All right, guys. Have a good one.